The Movie Madness continues as Rick and Rick break down their greatest sci-fi movies of all time. Okay, so my number seven is, this will be no surprise to you, The 13th Floor. So The 13th Floor of 1999, so same year as The Matrix. I think they were within a couple months of each other, and I think one, you know, obviously The Matrix overshadowed everything, but they're completely different movies too. So The 13th Floor is sort of this virtual or simulated world storyline, similar to The Matrix, but it's like The Matrix meets a um, Raymond Chandler novel. It's a noir mystery set within this context of these simulated worlds. Acting is terrible. The lead in it is, I think, Craig Bierko, but it had Gretchen Maul and Vincent D'Onofrio, and, oh, it had Dennis Haspert in it, and it had that guy, Arnold Mueller-Stahl, I think was his name, and he's great in this. He's kind of the mentor for the main character and has helped create this simulated world. Well, he shows up dead, and this mystery gets going and the main character tries to solve it and discovers that uh, reality isn't quite what it appears to be for anyone. And it's really an interesting exploration of the simulation theory that Elon Musk and others have, have really grabbed onto. So uh, this one was on my overflow. I This was this was one that I struggled to not have in my top 10. I, I love this movie when it came out. You're absolutely right. The, uh, the acting in the movie wasn't great. Um, you know, there were times where the the plot even kind of fell apart a little bit. But overall, this concept, the idea just totally resonated with me. And and I got to wonder how much of influence of other things that we've seen, like in the last year, we've had uh, a number of TV shows where, you know, they've kind of congealed around this idea of we're, we're living in this, uh, this, you know, artificial worlds that we're living within a dream world. And obviously we've seen the influence on folks like uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah. And so you got to wonder, you know, did he see this movie? Did he, was he influenced by this movie or did, you know, I think there was a book that was associated with this, yeah. you know, did he read the book and, and was influenced by that? Yeah, the book uh, was not, I don't think it was called The 13th Floor, but it was in the 1960s. And the main character in the movie is the name of the author, if I remember correctly. Uh, but it does explore this whole idea, which is pretty impressive for the 1960s, uh, that everything is really a computer simulation. And the theory is that in the future, people would advance technology to the degree that they could create simulated worlds where the inhabitants would live and breathe and feel pain and you know be born and die, live out their lives and have no idea that they're not for real. So just a great, great concept and uh, enjoyable movie. Cool. All right. So number seven for me was Inception. Uh And, uh, you know, much like you were talking about where it's uh, a little bit of a love story, this isn't your your traditional sci-fi movie. What, what, I, what I loved about this movie in particular is that I had to wa- I enjoyed the first time watching this, but I had to watch it two, three, four times to make sure that I caught all the details because this this thing, you know, you know, not to, you know, totally joke about the idea of living within a dream within a dream, but everything was an onion. Like yep. you kept peeling back layers and layers and layers. And the further you got into it, the more you realized you missed something on the last layer. Yep. And, uh, you know, a movie that, uh, you know, can you know, drive you to learn over and over again every time you watch it just was incredibly powerful to me. And of course, you know, there was the whole aspect of 
um, you know, challenging, you know, the perception of could this really happen? Is this effectively what happens in real society when you have uh, somebody who is very convincing that you talk to? And, right. you know, is there a real side to this, this whole thing? So um, this, this is, uh, you know, absolutely had to be in my top 10. So I have to ask you, in your view, was Leonardo DiCaprio's character in a dream or in reality at that ending moment? You know, I think he was in a dream. Uh, That's where I, I think landed it, too. And I, the reason I think that is um, if you think about the, the typical way that we end our movies, we end with that happy ending. But I think part of what Inception was about was challenging some of that. Mm-hmm. And the idea that, um, you know, he had, uh, you know, left and rejoined his family in the real world, I don't think is is realistic. And, you know, people debate whether or not that. Uh, that spinning top fell over or not. And I would argue that if the spinning top fell over, it's really him giving up. It's not him like going back to the real world. It was really him deciding to stay where he is Ah, and living within that world. Ooh, I like that. I like that theory. Christopher Nolan is okay with people kind of walking away, scratching their head at the end of his movies. Uh, The other thing that strikes me about that movie is it is essentially the cast of The Dark Knight Rises, (laughs) other than Leonardo DiCaprio. Everyone in the movie is in- I hadn't considered that. Yep. Every single person is in The Dark Knight Rises, other than Leonardo DiCaprio. That's fantastic. I hadn't realized that. It's it's kind of like J.J. Uh, Abrams, where he keeps pulling along the same actors into exactly. all of his TV series. <laughs> exactly. 